Hello and welcome uh, to a brand new year of the Eurocast uh, by, year, by Nerf Podcast. Huh? It's a new year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's presented by me, Sam Spot. <laughs> and me, Noah Smith. <laughs> so we got off to an absolute shambolic start to the year, but we'll, we'll breeze past that. We'll go, mm-hmm. we'll go straight into the, uh, the, the new New Year's news. The news. Uh, the biggest news I think this week has been Lukaku. Yeah, that was a big, big kind of, kind of. Uh, There's a bit of a, bit of a farce really going on with Lukaku, but it seems to all be sorted out now. Yeah, essentially. Well, it was kicking off a bit because he, uh, an interview came out from I think a few weeks ago. I don't think it came out last week. The interview, but the interview was like people like saw quotes and stuff from it from last week. But he was basically saying. Yeah, I love Inter. I would love to go back to Inter. Please, please. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically the whole I, thing. I hate Chelsea. I, I don't get played. Take me back. <laughs> I, I love Milan, please. <laughs> That's basically the interview. And it rubbed some Chelsea fans the wrong way. And quite a few football fans as well. well yeah, you can't really I don't, You can't really be saying that. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, Tuchel like, finally had some words of him. And Pat, he's done an apology. Things seem to be sorted out, but not good from Lukaku. No, I... It's just he, he changes his love for football clubs like every other month it seems like one month he loves Inter one month he loves Chelsea one month he loves Man United <laughs> take me back to Manchester United please <laughs> <laughs> maybe not Man United <laughs> I think news also has gone a slightly under the because I didn't know it was happening until it broke but um Swanson have sold um what Swanson's owner who I think his name is Guao Xinxiang he sold his 8% stake in the club and it's now being bought by a Serbian businessman. I forgot mm. his name. But yes, Hampton changing owners. I mean any thoughts? I'm not sure <laughs> if they haven't I'm not sure how much money the new owners have or anything. <laughs> I, I I know they've been taken over, but I haven't I've literally no idea about the background of the owner or anything. I think they have a bit of money. I think they do. It's starting to be ridiculous, but I think they do have a bit of money, which I mean it depends. I guess Southampton have kind of been in the mud. Not in the mud, but they haven't particularly stuck to their recruitment plan from when they first came up in the Premier League. Yeah. Kind of, kind of I mean, they, up, they, had, they did really well. They, they were in League One before a bit. Their team was ridiculous still. They managed to get up to Prem and then, you know, move to, move to Poch. That worked wonders. Komen, even under Komen, it worked really well. They're really good recruitment. And then yeah, they just kind of failed to keep the recruitment up, really. Um, like they had players like Virgil van Dijk, Kobe Alderweireld, like Victor Wanyama. Sadio Mane. Sadio Mane, yeah, exactly. Like all these great players, but now they're bringing Lallana in people like Lallana, Luke Shaw, two underrated ones as well. Yeah, exactly. Who were part of that eighth place Southampton team, but I think Luke Shaw was an academy player. But... Yeah, but even then, that's still they only sell him on thirty mil, which is yeah. quite good at the time. Like who, so... who even are they bringing in nowadays? Like, who, who did they even sign? In the... They signed Adam Armstrong. Um... It was actually a good deal. That's actually a good transfer, I think. Yeah, and um, uh, they brought in Perot from. Oh, Perot's a good shout. This, this yeah, he, hasn't, he hasn't really played a lot, but he's a good player. Sons have kind of been going downhill, and hopefully this new ownership will kind of bring new life to Southampton. Um, it's kind of been anyway. kind of just mid-table, just yeah, mid-table for like the past five years. Especially got teams like Aston Villa kind of rising up. You know, doesn't Southampton probably there like, oh, why are we doing that? Yeah. So. <laughs> Anyway, we'll move on to the transfer news because uh, it is January. We're deep in January now. Uh, 
Well, say five deep, days five in. Months, five, five days in, but it's, yeah. <laughs> you know, a lot, lot of news. Uh, Lorenzo Insigne has officially joined Toronto FC. It's, I it's cannot believe confirmed. that. that it's is... actually, he will join the summer. It has actually been confirmed. I can't believe either. If he, if, 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 he try, if he plays to his potential, he'll make absolute mincemeat of the MLS. When Giovinco went to the MLS, it was, uh, you know, it was a bit like, oh, because, you know, he's quite a good player, but Insigne's even better. Yeah, I, think, yeah, I was like, going to say, I think Insigne is even better than Giovinco was when he went. Like he, Insigne could board on world class if he wants to. Like, he's that good at, at times. And, you know, go to Toronto, who, in the like, could have him. He'll be the new Giovinco, I guess, there. So Yeah. I mean, just to, of the players who have played in MLS, like, the best players in MLS, Carlos Vea, Insigne is I mean, currently yeah. better than Carlos Vea was when he went. And Carlos Vea is like the best player great. that league's ever seen. Because <laughs> Vea was quite good when he moved. I don't know when he moved, but he was doing well for the Asos and then I think he kind of went to um he kind of went there for some went reason. To LA, yeah. Underrated player for Vea, I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't really see him much when he was in Europe. He played for Arsenal for a bit. But... Yeah, no, he kind of had a slow start, but he played well for the Asos and then kind of and obviously went to MLS and tore it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, who 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 else like good MLS players? Uh, like, I mean, they have some good young guys usually coming through. Like Black Alfonso Davies come through now. Yeah, people like that. I mean, a, a young youngster called um, Pepe, who's eighteen years old, has also moved to Augsburg as well from the MLS. I think. Which kind of moves you on I think that's story. actually a good move. Like, usually youngsters that come out of MLS, like I don't really rate them too highly, but this guy actually is pretty good. <laughs> He's gone to Augsburg as well, which which kind of provides them an opportunity to start because Augsburg they have a good team, but it's not they're not particularly a top Bundesliga side, so it would give, I think them, give them a good pathway. They're like 16. They hedge their bets on this guy, and if it if it works out, they get paid quite handsomely for it, I guess. I mean, so yeah, exactly. You, you said he was 18, right? Yeah. So yeah, I, th- I should, think he'll come and be a good player. Um, Onana has moved to Inter Milan. Uh, he will join. Once his band ends and his contract, I think he's, I don't know if he's a free agent yet or, con- or it's just his contract ending. But he's basically banned for football anyway, so he's you know he's not playing for Ajax. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, he'll move to Inter. Um, good move. I mean, yes. Handanovic is getting on. Yeah, replacement um, for Handanovic, I guess. So Nana's still really young. Well, not you really. Can't really get young. To, Anna's really solid. So yeah. I just hope he hasn't lost too much of his. Um, I hope he's been training whilst he was banned. So oh, he he would be. He would be. Uh, Twan Zabi has lo- been loaned out fully to Napoli. Uh, I think they were pay- they paid us like 600k a week, uh, not a week, 600k fee or something like that. Add-ons, but I think I think that could be a good move. Interesting. I'm, I'm a bit worried with Napoli because they have Koulibaly and Manolas as a centre backs who are both quite good. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, he will he will get game time. Like probably the third best centre back of the club, which is eh, not too bad actually. Yeah, I mean, it will get him experience in a different league. Which mm-hmm. I guess will help. Like, obviously, he's had loan spells at Aston Villa and stuff. He's a decent enough player, which is he, he had a year out where he was injured, and that kind of hurt him a lot. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. He's, he's good. He's a good player. And, you know, it's, there's some room there to develop. Um, Michael Cousins? Cousins? I think. Cousins. Ooh. He joins Venezia, like, permanently, which is a really good deal, I feel. I remember back like, in the day, he was meant, he was like a proper wonder kid. I'm, I'm not sure like how old he is now. Yeah, like you know, he's at Venezia, who are doing well. They they seem like a club who have a plan. If that makes sense. Like they're, yeah, they're they're, br- they're bringing in a lot of um kind of high profile. Well, not really high profile, but like promising 
foreign youngsters. I know they've brought in a couple of American players. Well, it looks like Valencia have got a plan, a game plan at least, and it should bode well, I'd imagine. Um, and their kits also look quite nice as well. So, you know, there's that. They got <laughs> the art very nice. fashionable. <laughs> um, I think it's, I forgot his surname at first. I think it's Dowell Dyke. Yeah, Dowell you know Dyke. Dyke Barnsley. Yeah. He's gone to West Brom on loan. <laughs> I mean, great move. Yeah, makes really sense now because it's Ishmael. Uh, like Dowell Dyke under uh, Valerian Ismail at, uh, what was it, Barnsley last season. He has potential to be cult hero stays. Yeah. Like that kind of cult hero striker. I think if, if he continues his form from Barnsley last season, then yeah, he'll just like he he will West Brom actually have a good chance to get promoted. Yeah. Yeah, if, I think they will. I do think they will. I have a feeling. Oh, they'll get I mean anything Ismail will play we're a Prem manager at some point. Yeah. He he he'll do big things. He he looks very very um I think promising. I think his best chance is if he can get West Brom promoted. I don't I don't really yeah. see him. You've got a good like, foundation at West Brom, that's the thing, as well. Yeah, so. yeah exactly. Uh, Kieran Trippier. Well, it says he's approached by Newcastle and Chelsea were also looking. I think that's the basically confirmed, about... isn't it? Yeah. No, I said literally that was like a few, few days ago, about that, or two days ago. He's, he's basically confirmed now. Yeah. Newcastle even quick. I I do. The thing is, right, Atletico Madrid, they're not losing too much with Trippier because they've got uh, Vichalco. Um, I mean, Trippier was still really good for them. It also gets rid of like a non-EU player, I suppose, to the registration of Trippier. But, yeah. I mean, um, I'm not sure how much, uh, I'm not sure how long he had left on his contract at Athletic. I don't know. I think it's too much. I, I don't think it was too much. I think much, it was one and a half years. I think it ended the 2023. So, yeah. Not a bad move from Newcastle. I mean, not, I say not a bad move. It's a great move from Newcastle. So I think it's great, right yeah. I mean, who, who else you got? Happy Man Keo? Like, <laughs> also, <laughs> Trippier's actually a very decent player. I think people kind of forget, but he's really, really good. I mean, mm. I say really good. He's really solid. He's a really solid uh, right back. He defends yeah, fairly don't... well. He attacks fairly well. He's got a good free kick on him. Yeah, he plays like he plays regularly for England as well. So, like... Yeah, I don't know what else, I mean. What else could we ask for, really? Um, yeah, good, great international. Apparently, player. they're looking through well all the backline basically They're trying to redo that backline, which is not a bad idea. I have a feeling they're probably going to go through like the team, um, kind of. They might some some midfielders in the summer, I'm guessing, or strikers in the summer. Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't gone for another midfielder because I feel like that needs a, f- a shake-up, personally. I feel like they need just they just need like one kind of standout midfielder. Like you need like something else there because um you need something to shake up those. I mean, I always maintain that Newcastle are good enough to stay up, but their team is if they play well, like they have the the quality there. Um, but you need something else, and you need just a bit more in that midfield because the players there can perform well. You need John Joshua playing all right, which is. Better than usual. Yeah. Um, you know, you've got Sean Lonstaff, Joe Willock is quite good. Uh, Isaac Hayden's fairly decent, actually. Um, but you need someone there. I think mean, you, you definitely need someone else there. So I would suggest Newcastle look for midfielder if you want to stay up. I mean, um, from Kessier would be pretty good, but I'm not sure if they He would be the same, but he wouldn't go. He just, well, I just don't see him going. <laughs> yeah. That's not happening. I mean, Zakaria is probably the only person, the most hyper for her person I can see going there. Yeah, I'm not sure even he would, to be honest. It's, I mean, I'm, that being said, I'm surprised the trip is going there. So I feel like they can probably approach some people and be like, oh, out of nowhere. Uh, I think the only thing with them is that they've got that relegation over them, which. Yeah, what, just, what happens now if they get relegated? <laughs> yeah, I. I <laughs> it's going back I, to his Burnley days. Surely Trippier just leaves if they get relegated. Well, you never know. Oh, she's probably I mean, on a massive wage. He probably wouldn't leave, actually. 
Yeah, he'll be on a big contract when he so. I yeah. don't. I think Trippy will be alright. He'll be fine. He'll be able to stay for a long time. He'll be, he'll be good enough for three, four years anyway. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So he's got. It's a good pickup though because Trippy's is really like well-rounded right back. I mean, he's right. actually three or four years, maybe not actually. He's, he's 31, 30. He's decent though. I feel like I don't think it's a bad pickup. Especially oh yeah, I think mil. it's a good pickup, especially for the short yeah. term. But I'm not sure if. It's great for the long term, but I mean, I, I guess they're not really news, I guess. worried I about the long term right now. I mean, they tried to bring in Sven Botman, um, which we talked about last time. I don't think he's joining um, in January. I don't think Lille want to sell him in January, which is fair enough. Yeah, that's fair. Um, it was this case. I mean, he could have gone last time. He didn't. But I don't think a January move won't happen, I don't think. So they'll probably have to look elsewhere in Newcastle for that centre-back. Um, probably something like Tarkovsky or something. Yeah. I guess. But even Tarkovsky's then, Bur- really Burnley's still won quite a lot of money for Tarkovsky, so... Yeah, that's the only thing, I guess. Um, it depends. You're, you're going to have to wait and see, I guess, and see if anyone's available. Maybe get a loan in, like someone like an Ake or something, even though is actually a fairly good option with City. Yeah, I think... Well, Ake, Ake's getting a decent amount of game time with City. Yeah. So, I'm not really sure uh, they'd let him go. Someone also went to Newcastle. I had a quick notice. Is Dembele given the uncertainty of him resigning? But um, I have my doubts that will go through. <laughs> Imagine Dembele in the championship. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, the thing is, Dembele, he's not really, he's, there's still, he's, there's a lot of stalling of him resigning, which is interesting. Um, I feel like this is always going to be the case given his wages. I wonder what's going to Dembele. You know, I do wonder. I reckon, I reckon, I could see him going to like Juventus or something. I, I, I would love to see him back at Wren. I think that would be really sick. Or Dortmund. It would be great. He'd probably go to PSG, wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I don't really see him going back to any of those. Maybe Maybe signed two players as well. They're signed yeah. by Mokalenko, who is a um, Dynamo Kiev, I believe. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, Dynamo Kiev. Um, he's Ukrainian. Uh, got he, You know, he's capped for Ukraine. Uh, decent enough left back, I guess. Um, we'll have to wait and see. From what I've heard, um, he's like... I remember seeing him in the Euros and he was fine. <laughs> I don't think so. this is too Keelan or Digne or something, or either that or Digne. Well, Digne probably will. I'm not sure. Yeah, Digne just, he's just been kind of left. Like, I'm not sure if it's Digne's fault or the club's fault, like I Rafa Benitez's fault. fault. I, th- I think Rafa just doesn't, I think he's probably just not quite performing for Rafa. I mean, I, I think Digne is still very good. He can go anywhere he wants. Digne, oh, yeah. Really. Definitely. Um, so, I mean, Barca could probably call for him if you want to. You could probably bring him back to Barca. <laughs> Yeah, he'd probably be better than a. Actually, no, Jordi Alba's been pretty decent. I mean, Barca probably should get like some like Grimaldo maybe on that left back anyway. How old is Grimaldo now? 27, 28, 26, yeah. God. <laughs> he's, um, thing is, right, he's also Barca, like a Lamazio Academy guy, so. Yeah, I mean, reason why. I, 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 for some reason in my head, I still thought he was like 23. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> he's been, I remember though, signing him as like in FM like 16, like from Benfica. Yeah. Like um, he, he was always so promising, he just never moved from Benfica. Him and Nathan Patterson also uh, you know, joined Everton. Not um not Grimaldo. Not uh, Grimaldo. <laughs> that would be a good pickup, uh Mikolenko. But Nathan Patterson's also joined from uh, Cel- uh not Celtic Rangers. I'd have to be careful with that. It's Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> Don't, upset Don't say Celtic, not. they'll kill me. <laughs> <laughs> but um I've heard of Nathan Patterson. I don't know where from. I don't know how I literally do not follow Scottish football one bit. I, have I don't no know. I've just heard of Nathan Patterson. I just know he's a young guy. It's like he's in that category of like, uh, like Ross Turnbull. Not Ross Turnbull. What's his name? Uh there's a guy that 
Sorry for Aberdeen. Scott Brown? No, no, no. no. <laughs> Signed from Aberdeen to Celtic. He's a youngster. I think I Ferguson no actually is Ferguson. Some random like midfielder. But yeah, <laughs> he's joined Everton. I mean, Scottish players to Everton could work out. Barry Ferguson, I guess. I have no idea mean? if he's any good. Uh, how no. much did he sign? Was it 15 million? Yeah, so it must have something to him. Yeah. But... I mean, he paid for Rangers. Rangers are the champions of Scotland. Actually, shout out Rangers, by the way. Giovanni Van Bornkost, what a manager they picked up. They've actually upgraded Gerard somehow. And what, I didn't oh, think is that an upgrade on Gerard? Huh? Is that an upgrade on Gerard? What, Van Bornkost? Yeah, Van Bornkost. you kidding me? Gerard's been pretty good at Villa. Yeah, to be fair, but I think Van Bonkors is even like even better somehow because he's just I think he's kind of like he's got to be a big manager. He, he was he was tips for stuff like ages ago when he won with stuff at final. So yeah, I see a lot. I I, I personally rate Van Bonkors. I mean, I rate. Him. I'm not sure if he's better than Gerard. Not yet. No, but Gerard surprised me as well. To be fair, he's really good. Yeah, great start at Villa. To be fair, this isn't the Prem podcast though, obviously. So Moata <laughs> <laughs> uh, has been linked to Barca. I don't think how. <laughs> I think you. I think you. They won't. Well, not. He's loaned in from. Who's he loaned in from? Right. Is it Madrid? Oh, we are. I can't. Wait, no, no. It's Athleti. Wait, is he loaned in? I thought he was there permanently. I don't even know. I, I can't even Barca's keep up with this guy's career. He's <laughs> like he's like Kingsley Coman. Like he's everywhere. I say Kingsley Coman. He's at Bayern now. But Bernard Coman was like at PSG and at Juve and at Bayern. Yeah, like, it was a nightmare. Morata just changes every season between Real, Atleti, and Juve. Like I just cannot keep up with where he is. I can't keep up with Morata. But and now he's going to go to Barcelona. Like I have no idea. But I don't. I don't think. I don't think Juve want to buy him permanently. But I don't think they're going to. Also, I don't think they're too keen on. They will have a place for him for this this this, this until summer. So yeah. I doubt Morata will go to Barca. I think um, Juve wanted um, Mauro Riccardi instead. I think Ooh. that's who they're going for. That, yeah, which I think out, would yes. probably be better than Maratta, to be honest. Like, the, like they're pretty much the same player, to be honest. Maratti, Maratta uh, really and Icardi could be great, and he also can be bad. He's like yeah. the opposite of Origi. Like he's in the opposite, like clutch player. <laughs> like he, in big games, he just turns off. But he's usually all right. Maratta yeah, can he, be fairly good. If if he's up against like, I don't know, Strasbourg or something. <laughs> If it's, if it's a Euro semi-final, you don't, just don't trust Morata. I take him off immediately. Don't put him on the pitch because he will <laughs> he'll just struggle. But if it's like versus Ukraine in the round of uh, sixteen, you should be all right. Yeah, he'll do it. He'll he'll, he'll pop one and call it a day. Um, Inter, for the whole Inter Milan are also working on a Ginter deal. Uh, I don't know if that's been confirmed yet, but Matthias Ginter looks like he's on his way to Inter Milan, which is a good deal. I mean, he's I have a dropped feeding. off a bit from last season, but he's still very good. But so is all of Madrid Gladbach, so yeah, true. You know, it's that. Um, I have a feeling that they're also trying to do that so they have some cover for when Bastoni leaves because I have a feeling Bastoni's probably going to go in the summer. Where would he go to then? Chelsea, yeah, true. <laughs> I think Bastoni to Chelsea is like just I in my head, it's like done deal. <laughs> I don't know yeah, why that does, that, that does make sense actually. I mean, I guess maybe want... like Real, but probably not. No, I don't think so. I mean, we have got. I mean, we are probably getting Mbappe and maybe Paul Pogba. I'd imagine because Pop. I don't think Pogba's going to be signed. Well, isn't or... Pogba meant to leave this January? He's or am I just making that up? Um, he's not meant. To. I mean, we, we we should try if if he's not going to be signed. Yeah, but I don't think he will. I think we're going to lose him on a free because you know he's injured injured in Dubai right now. So I don't know which club's going to want to buy him. <laughs> I I think he should just leave. 
You should, yeah, to be fair. Which is a shame because I like Pop Pop up a lot, but he just weren't. I don't mean he's quite got the work rate, to be fair. It's pretty frustrating. Pop was really good, but yeah, there's one or two things that I like this game are quite a bit off. Yeah. He sometimes lacks a bit of concentration and sometimes he doesn't work quite as hard, which is really frustrating because he can be phenomenal. Like, just see just see when he plays for France. Like, that, that is Paul Pogba. Oh, he, he can be great. But then when he it's plays for United, kind of, it's just... You have just... to motivate him. And also, you have to kind of treat him as, like, you have to build a team around him. You know, obviously, you should be never built, build a team around him. So he could never get the best out of him. That's what you do when you buy a player like Pogba. You rather have him or you try and do something else. You, you know, you can't, yeah, it's... Yeah, you know, it's just a story of United, isn't it? We don't really plan. Yeah. We kind, <laughs> kind of, of buy and hope. Buy and buy. Buy and inshallah. <laughs> Anyway, um, talk about the football games that happened, which didn't really happen actually. Did they? Uh, the only only league that even had anything was La Liga, so you get to hear my voice again talk about La Liga. <laughs> <laughs> a very very brief roundup. Uh, Real Madrid um, lost their 15 game unbeaten streak against Getafe. Uh, Getafe beat them one nil. Uh, Enazunal with the only goal of the game. I had no uh, idea he even played for Getafe. <laughs> he does now. <laughs> <laughs> A bit of an issue for Real Madrid. I mean, Sevilla is still technically in the race. I, they're the only team that can catch up. It could happen, but I have my doubts. I mean, it's still like half a season. I mean, if they, buy, if they buy well, they could still... It would be fun. I mean, I mean they've been nice linked to, have... to good players. We have been really dominant, but they're also... If they mess up, if they slip up, you can. there's still a big tire race on La Liga, so... Yeah. I'm hoping for my sake that they'd slip up, although they, are, they have been really good, really consistent, so... Uh, Barcelona beat Mallorca after a header by Luke de Jong. He actually scored a goal. From Stegen. Luke oh, de Jong actually played really well, apparently. I saw some comments and stuff, and he, people saying he could have had like three and stuff, three goals in that game, which is insane to me. I'd laugh if Luke de Jong actually just turned out to be amazing now. Luke like, just the second half of the season, he just goes on like some mad scoring streak, and it's just actually really good. But Luke de Jong starting the year well for Barcelona. I never thought I'd say that, but, you know... <laughs> Atleti uh, climbed back to fourth after beating former fourth place team Real Vanacano 2-0 as well. That's the other big game, which is good for Atleti because they had a weird like patch in December where a lot of players were injured. And I, I saw, I, I remember seeing a video like on my recommender saying, is Simeone done? And Atleti, I was like, have you guys even watched the Liga? No, <laughs> Simeone's never had, done. No, because I've, I've just, they've only been on this bad run because half the team's injured. But they don't have any. You don't have any defenders, basically. Yeah. Like Jimenez <laughs> was injured. Vasako was injured. But they're all they're all coming back now, and I imagine Atleti will be back to being quite good. Yeah. Well, I I I wouldn't even be surprised. Like, this is outrageous to say, but I wouldn't be surprised if they just went on to win like the Champions League or something. Random. Oh, they, yeah, I'm sure they'll do well if they can get the. Like, I'd, I'd uh, love to see them in the Champions League. They can get people like Charles Felix being a bit more consistent and stuff. It's definitely on the cards. Yeah, definitely. Right, well, that's all the game's done. And there's, um, well... We'll move on to, to the predictions for this year. Yes, so. we basically, yeah, this year... Well, it's the first podcast of the year, so we thought predictions. Yeah, and we, um, we've both predicted, I think, by looks at all the, like, the same things. Yeah, I've kind so, of made sure they're going to get all the ones you've done, like all the predict- same predictions. So we'll kind of do it like... What, what we think about each kind of thing yeah so a, a lot of them are quite similar like especially like the, the, the leagues we've got very so similar predictions actually. um who's your prem winner uh manchester city i think it's theirs yeah. to lose now 
Man City, I think, will retain it as well. Um, I I mean, it's it is a free horse race. It's yeah, City, Liverpool, Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea, I really thought Chelsea would do like we win it this year. Yeah, I haven't quite been consistent enough, and it's you know it's all right. It's two course first season in charge. I'm sure they'll yeah, they'll be fine. Um, I mean, I guess it's a bit of not. Man City just needs to lose a couple of games, and yeah, both Liverpool still, and Chelsea are back in it. Still on the cards. Liverpool as well. Just they're just always really good. So yeah, I mean, they've got a lot of COVID cases and stuff right at the moment. I just but... never, I can never rule Liverpool out really, but yeah, I think City should have it. I think. Yeah, Liverpool. No, uh, not Liverpool. Man City should win the league. Uh, if if they the lose it now, it's they bottled it. Who do you think your league winner should be? I don't. If, 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 if anyone hasn't predicted PSG to win league, and then they are, yeah, just lock them up in a mental asylum. <laughs> PSG. Um, the only like any teams that are, well, they got, no one can really catch up. But if there's a, I suppose if you managed to, I don't know. I just, just Nice have been right, have been good under Gaultier. Um, Ren have also been quite good. Ren have got some good players coming through. People like um, some, they signed someone called Mayer uh, this this season. And he's t- he's put up some insane assist numbers. Like he's only want to watch out for uh, Mayer. Yeah, but he's I, I don't see any of those teams Greg. catching PSG. But even then, I there's no one catching PSG. Um, not this season. Um, so yeah, well done PSG. Well done for winning the league. Yeah, you've already won it. Well done. <laughs> uh, think, La Liga. I think we both predicted Real Madrid. Yeah, La Liga. Um, I'm not entirely confident about this. Now they've lost against Getafe, but. I'm good. Good to stick with Real. I'm pretty confident about it. I think it's just that was just a one-off against Hetafe. I think uh, they're Bundesliga? still very clear. Uh, yeah, Bayern are going to win the Bundesliga Bayern, again. Yeah. <laughs> went for Bayern. Uh, I think yeah. they're they're like nine points clear now of Dortmund. I don't see them slipping. I think every league has like got a person who's kind of running away with it, which is a bit annoying. Except from... Syria. Syria, yes. Good which... segue. Beat me to it. <laughs> Which uh, I I went for AC Milan to win. I I'm not Inter confident Milan. about this whatsoever. I, I, it's just yeah. I mean, it's between Inter because Ed and Jacko somehow performing. I mean, he does perform quite well usually, but he's turning into I don't know, like an actual like their main man up front. Like they they sold, of course, obviously they sold Lukaku, replaced him with Jacko. I mean, to be fair, I think the thing of Inter, they've the manager that they brought in is. Inzaghi's plays a similar style. He's a bit more pragmatic. It's, um, it's worked out very well. I mean, even though there's been a lot of player styles and stuff, they haven't shaked things up too much. They've yeah. managed to be able to keep that same kind of consistency, so they should be okay. Um, I would love Atlanta to come through. I really would. Oh, I, I don't. Could, I don't even think do they're in the race really. Oh, do you, yeah, it's Atlanta. Man. I mean, they could. I think it's between it's between could. the Milan clubs, maybe Napoli. But, but I think. Inter Milan probably will, yeah. I think they'll retain. They've got enough about them. Yeah, I think deep down, I think Inter, but I'm just gonna say AC. Just do you want to because... talk about the um, European competitions? Yeah, we'll go. We'll go into the Champions League. This is do you want to talk... completely. Do you want to talk first? Let's do Champo first. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say start from conference, but Champo's probably not a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, the Champions League is like completely up for debate. Like any of the teams could really win it. I, I went for PSG personally because I, I think, Liverpool. yeah, yeah. I think PSG are just they're they're really strong domestically right now. Like I don't know. I think it's, obviously it's their best squad they've had forever. It's the best squad pretty much anyone's ever seen. 
I think they kind of have to, well, they don't have to win it, but I think they're in the best position to win it. I think they'll never get to like a semis. I I, I don't know. I mean, who they? they got Real though, haven't they? In the um, minus sixteen. Yeah, I know, but that's what I think. Real could like actually. I say that Real probably aren't going to put out. They're not, are they? <laughs> I think I think whoever wins that game is probably well. It's definitely in the best position to win the whole thing. Oh, I have a feeling Liverpool will do it just because it's Liverpool. I don't know why. I think Salah's going to tend to like, especially with like the Prem race. Kind of if, if the Prem race kind of. Becomes a city kind of rolling away, but then Liverpool, Chelsea, United, actually not United, forget <laughs> that. But Chelsea and Liverpool, you know, both have a bit more kind of um, a bit more spark and a bit more kind of like passion to passion drive to be one of the Champions. <laughs> Liverpool get it, yeah. Liverpool. I, can, I can see that. I can see that. Europa League. Whoa, 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 I, I've gone whoa, for West Ham because they're absolutely massive and they're going to win the Europa League. That's a bold claim. <laughs> I went Atalanta because I just wanted to win something. Please. <laughs> the Europa League, I, 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 I would love them to win this well. year. The teams in it. I'm yeah, it's almost, it's got... almost like a Champions League kind of knockout round. I'm actually, no, I'm probably going to watch a lot of European games now because there was a, there were some good teams in it. Yeah, I should have put, made a list, but I'm going to just check the website quickly. This is very professional. Obviously, it's like so Barcelona. You got Frankfurt, Galatasaray, Leverkusen, Lyon, Monaco, Spartak Moscow, West Ham. Atlanta, Barcelona, Betis, uh, Dortmund, Leipzig, Lazio, Napoli, <laughs> Porto, Sevilla, Sociedad, Zenit. I mean, that's that's kind of insane. That is like usually usually when you look at like the Europa League round of thirty two or sixteen or whatever, it's like seven teams in there which are like, who are you? <laughs> it's like the, uh, mm. the the Latvian champions or something are just in there, but this year it's just all like actual insane team like all of these teams are actually really good yeah like how, like any of these teams could win it as well it's like the Champions League like Dortmund could win it Barca could win it see West Ham Atalanta Sociedad Barca Betis. are a good show actually the more I think about it because Barca got a game momentum I didn't really think about that but yeah yeah, I think Atalanta you know I'd love to see Atalanta win it but... Atalanta we also see that final that's the dream <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd love to see a West Ham Barcelona final of the Europa League. I think. That would be great. I, hope they be face, I actually genuinely hope West Ham Barca face off. That would be amazing. <laughs> that has to happen, surely. But yeah, that's uh, that's Europa Conference. Um, Covers have got some good teams as well, actually. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I kind of just I went picked, for a stab in the dark for mine. I picked Rennes to win, to win the conference. It was between them and Marseille. And I was like, you know what, Rennes? But I wanted Marseille to win as well because Sampoli is just a great manager. Yeah. And I mean, Marseille won a good one. You, you've Could gone you for go a all French final, which might be slightly yes. biased. <laughs> I just said that because you don't normally see French final, all French finals. So I thought, why not? That's a random shot. Yeah. I mean, uh, you have teams like Leicester's in it as well, to be fair. I, don't, I think Leicester will probably get knocked out at a semi. I feel like Leicester just bottle European competitions. So. Right. I don't think I don't, they've bit, had a bit of an off season this year. I don't think it's quite their year. So I don't think they're going to do particularly well. Yeah. So who did you go with conference? Uh, yeah, I went. I went for a stab in the dark with Fenerbahce. I, I don't know why. I don't even know who they have anymore. I actually don't <laughs> know who Fenerbahce play. I think they have Özil. Yeah, I think. Who's I'm good. not sure how they do it. Let's look up the Super League. Very professional right now. Let's the see Super, where they are. Oh my, the Turkish. I probably Super should have done this before picking them. Probably. Yeah. You kind of just went for it. This They're is a good fourth team. In, in the Super League. Hey, that's. that's I mean, okay. That doesn't fill me with confidence. <laughs> No, not really. My prediction, but... Fen- you know, yeah, Fenerbahce to win the conference league. 
Ozil's going to assist everyone. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, they've got... Let's see, they've got Mesut Ozil. But they've, they've got some really good players. Mesut Ozil, Enna Valencia. Oh, uh, yeah, she's all right. Max Meyer. Luis yeah, Gustavo, remember him. You said they're good players. They actually have to be motivated. If you're playing the Turkish Super, you're not particularly motivated, usually. I guess. But, like, Diego Rossi was really good in LLS. Um, Attila Saloy, who's been linked with Chelsea. Uh, for centre back, more confident about Fenerbahce then. A little bit. I mean, look at these players like Marcel Tisseron played for Wolfsburg. Yeah, <laughs> Kim Min Jae, who was linked with like Spurs fifty million times, a South I'm Korean centre back. Trust you with that then. Yeah, I, I, I um, have kind of confidence in them. Do you want to move to the international football just to see who's going to win those international tournaments? Because there's a few. There's the Afcon and there's the World Cup uh, in yeah. the men's game. And obviously, there's Euro 2022 in the women's game as well. So, uh, that's fine. Yeah. So, what, what should we do? AFCON, should we do probably. AFCON first, one, yeah. It? Yeah. Who have you gone with? I, I went with Algeria just because uh, they have they always do really well in African competitions, I think. And they've got some okay. really good players. I'm, I'm not really, like, totally knowledgeable about AFCON. I know a little bit. And I, I know all the good teams. Either. I'm trying to think of players. I went for Senegal because Senegal have a really good side. Yeah, they, they've got an insane team. Mane, Mendy, Idrissa Gay, Koulibaly, uh, Ismail Saar, Koulibaly. Like, I think that, that itself in itself is really good. Yeah. And yeah, I look I at like, some teams like really Egypt, for example. They've got Salah, right? And they've got what, there's a few good players, but they're kind of lacking a bit in some positions. But I think it's Senegal. They've kind of got good people everywhere, like key players everywhere. So. Yeah, and I think the best, probably the best, well-rounded, like where all their talent is, it's really well-rounded, like in a really good place. So I mean, there are other teams as well, like that could easily win it. Like yeah, Cameroon traditionally have had very good. I mean, they're not they're so good as now. Well, to be fair, this time around, so yeah. I mean, I just it's think like. I... Wait, I'm just gonna I'm have a look. Fairly confident Senegal. I'll be honest. I'm I, the more I think about it, Senegal was a good pick. <laughs> I mean, Gabon have like a Bamiyang, and that's it. Yeah, no, I wouldn't tell. That's bit, Morocco, good. Morocco are really good. I think I uh, think it more traditionally though. I'm just thinking right now, Senegal, Ghana, Nigeria, Ivory Coast. Uh, Mal- Mali have a very well-rounded team. I know that. Yeah, like, they don't have true. really a standout player, but like, yeah. like just listen, like some of these, like Yves Basuma, uh, yeah. Musa Marega. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Haidar. Musa Janepo. Like mm-hmm. Samaseku. Yep. Like, yeah, they've actually got oh, a pretty well rounded team. Like a lot of players from a league and this stuff is disgusting. Well. But yeah. I think Mali Senegal the final, that'd be good. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I I think I don't know. I feel I feel like one of the North African teams are gonna win it. I think I feel like either Algeria or Morocco. Fair enough. Let's Maybe talk Egypt. about a more worldwide competition, the World Cup. That'll be happening at the end of the year. Uh, in Qatar. Who, who did you go uh, for for that? I went for Argentina. Yeah, I I think I'd love to see them win it just for Messi. I don't know why. I just went Argentina. I bet I I was gonna try to see if Uruguay was qualified because I was like maybe Uruguay can do it. <laughs> no, they've had an awful qualifying campaign. No, it's just really surprising because they have a good team. They have like a well-rounded team. I feel like no. I, I feel like they're golden gen. Well, not golden generation, but like all their good players are just. Really old now. I think it could be like Faverde. Yeah. In the midfield. But like 
Godin, Cavani Suarez, Cavani. Like they're all like Cavani and Suarez now would be quite good. I feel. Yeah, they're still very good. But, I mean, their defense is pretty bad. I think. Yeah, Godin's about fifty-five years old. That's true. Yeah, Godin's just fell off a cliff the past two years. They've got Jimenez, who's very injury prone. Ah, he'd be Jimenez. Jimenez and Godin would be good. I mean, uh, that's a Atletico Madrid defense. Yeah, that's as solid as it gets. <laughs> well, Atletico Madrid like three years ago. Defense. I don't know what to talk about Uruguay. I, I picked Argentina. I don't know why. Just why not? The romance of Messi winning the World Cup. <laughs> I, I I just went just a pretty outrageous prediction. I just said someone random will win it, like Switzerland. Like Switzerland. Like, I have no That's idea. Not, it's that is not. You. <laughs> I'm just. I just feel like someone. I, feel, I just feel like it's just a bit of a weird World Cup. You know, it's going to be in the winter. It's someone will cut Qatar. I mean, it's very controversial World Cup as well. To be fair, like, yeah, I feel kind of weird about the World Cup in Qatar because it's just like this yes, is not. It's good. It's the whole thing's going to be a bit kind of like off. Yeah, because you kind of got to remember that all the like you know all the people that have died essentially. Yeah, exactly. For just building the stadiums that aren't going to get used anyway. Like it's a it's going to be a bit of a weird World Cup to have. Yeah. So, but uh, I feel like the most yeah. of it. I'll, I'll go with Switzerland. Just completely randomly. Also, I can't see England winning in Qatar as well. I don't. As much as I hope we're going to win in Qatar, I don't think we will. England are the smallest country in Europe, anyway. So it's fine. It's what an outrageous statement. (laughs) But according to you, the smallest country in Europe is going to win the Euro Euro twenty twenty two women's. Yes. um, Right. So I went. I had a quick look at the women's game because I knew the year was happening, and I was like, I wanted to predict this because. Actually, I probably will watch some Euro 22 games just because it'd be interesting um, to see some of the teams. Because uh, international women's football is actually quite good. Um, anyway, I went for England because they have a manager called Sarina Wegman who was taking the Netherlands to to, to the Euro 2017. Like he, she won it with them, and she also won uh, the 2019 World Cup final with uh, with the Netherlands. Not one, so she got to the World 2019 final with the Netherlands as well. So that's two quite big, um, you know. I said that's a very good tournament record for, for for especially for someone like the Netherlands who aren't particularly like renowned for that in the women's game. So yeah. I feel like at England who have quite a good team, have a lot of good players. They have probably one of the best women's leagues in Europe anyway. Um, I, yeah, I just think I just fancy them, you know. Oh, I mean, I I haven't really watched women's football. I think Sam Kerr is English. I'm having just fancy a Sam Kerr's forty yard. I think Sam Kerr is Australian. Oh great! Well, you know it is what it is. That is my, that shows you my knowledge. Oh, could you just become English, please? <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll go with England as well. I mean, I've never really watched women's football, but well, you have a chance to in, in Euro 2022, don't you? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I might watch like if England are in the final, I'll watch it like definitely. But yeah, I'm, Euro 2022 should be fun. I will probably I'll definitely try to expose myself to as much as possible just so I can get my knowledge up for that because it'll be it's always a good entry point. Like how the World Cup 2010 is like an entry point to the men's game. Because mm. that's my first World Cup. I remember the South Africa one. Um, but yeah, it's yeah like, hopefully you will be that for me. International tournaments are such a good way. Like, it's, like, it's like everyone watches them. I know so many people who have gone into football for, for, for like Euro 2020. Yeah, same. Like so many people just who weren't previously that interested in football have, got, have become you know really interested in it because just, of that tournament. Yeah, especially if your country does well. Because yeah, you're just it, supporting them all the way through, and then you're like really enjoying it. But I just so many people were kind of back and forth. I mean, yeah, it was 
kind of big a lot i suppose a lot of people i would obviously in england a lot of people know this because a lot of people i know are english fans england fans obviously because you know lives in england even if i live in wales a lot of people there are england fans anyway so yeah you know it's um yeah i'm excited anyway international football is always quite exciting so yeah i mean international breaks were a bit rubbish but like the tournaments if if it means we get the tournaments then i'm all for it anyway i think the next next thing i want to talk about is transfer transfer news well not transfer transfer rumors rumors what's the word transfer predictions that's the one yeah um so I think we've both gone for Mbappe to join Madrid and Haaland to join City. Yeah, I, I think Mbappe to Madrid is pretty much just a done deal, right? Yeah, and I think Haaland City it might, might make sense. Yeah, I mean, City need a striker as much Pep says they don't. It's not and, as guaranteed. But yeah. City will definitely sign a striker. They'll sign someone as a striker. Yeah. I'm trying to think who else they'll, clubs will bring in. Arsenal could realistically... I, Vlahovic could actually join Arsenal. It's it's always, it's like it's like the Nicola Pepe situation. Like you don't think they have enough money to, and then they just do the deal. But I think Vlahovic is right. They're, they're also they seem to have you know turned a, turned a new leaf. They're spending yeah. fairly big money on players who look promising and will be good for the future. I mean, Aaron Ramsdale spent a fair bit of money on him. He's turned out to be quite a good transfer. Ben White, I, I mean, at the time I liked the transfer to be fair, but a lot of people were criticising him for the money as well. And I he's turned out you know he should be a fairly good player. Ben White, he's yeah. getting get into that team. They need a striker. They're, you know, li- listen to Officer Baring and stuff. Vlahovic should be a sensible trans, like a very good signing. I think he'd be amazing for them, but I'm not sure they can yeah. afford him. I think they will. I'll find it. I, I still, I think they've kind of, I don't know if Vlahovic would be that much. I think he'd be a lot. I don't know how much you, how much you think he's going to be. I think he'd be, e- well, easily 50. I reckon 60. Yeah, I think about that. I think they can probably afford a transfer like that. Yeah, I mean, they spent a lot in the summer. Yeah, I think they could probably go for that. But they're, they're building something in Arsenal. And, you know, especially if you get top four, I think Vahavic to Arsenal could definitely happen. Um, I mean, it's, I, it's also, I would probably also link to Spurs just because, just because depending on what happened to Kane, I guess. But, yeah, but he's been linked to Vahavich City as well. He's a player who plays in Serie A, therefore Tottenham are going to be linked to him. You're going to see that a lot. A lot of Serie A players are going to go to Tottenham, like he did this summer, cause, just because they have Patrice and Conte. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That that was the Juventus setup, you know, that one Juventus three titles. So yeah, you'll probably see a lot of transfers there. I also feel like uh, whoever Arsenal linked to Tottenham are also linked to like, okay, like Tommy Yasu. What other big transfers you'll you'd expect to happen? I don't I mean, think Man United was really like, hard to predict cause, transfers, right? So because Man United always do a big transfer. I feel, yeah, if things especially if things aren't going well. Um, I mean, I'm not sure who they'd even bring in. Though. I don't know either. That's the thing. I mean, I hope they sent him in. I would love to have a centre mid, please. Um, Who could even sign at centre mid? It depends. Apparently, Sakari clubs are looking at him. Supreme clubs are looking at him. So I'm hoping we're one of them. Um, there's, I mean, there's a lot. There's, there are players out there who would realistically go to United. Um, so Sakari, Kessie, Haidara probably would. Um, Ibrahim Sanchez is a kind of a pick for me. <laughs> True many, true many. Um, even Julian Weigel, who I think people kind of forget about. Uh, oh, I don't know about that right now. I don't do know about that. What Julian Weigel? Yeah. Do you not think he's good enough? No. <laughs> what Julian? Ah, come on, man. I think Julian Weigel was underrated. I think he was fight. Like I don't know. I don't, I don't think he's Man United quality. I think he used to play in the Bundesliga. Well, frankly, would be like, right, get him in. Trust me, I know. He's good in FM. He's really good in FM. He's got like seventeen passing. 
Yeah, like 50 but... tackling. Like, hey, that's perfect. I don't know. I haven't heard anything from him at Benfica. Like, I'm not. Is he even good at Benfica? I think he's good. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> I think. They, I think if you want a good round Franjo player for centre mid, <laughs> just if you want to spend a big like a load of money, just go and get Kimmich or Goretzka. I was thinking De Jong. But... Or De Jong. Yeah, De Jong. Would De Jong be brilliant. Could... Even a Barcelona building something, De Jong could actually happen. Just give him the money. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, De Jong would actually probably be better. Than... It's a minor, it's a player that I could see playing, man. I like, just because it's a big transfer, he's a big name, mm. you know. Um, who would you think Chelsea would bring in one big? I think Bastoni, personally, would be their centre back. I mean, especially if they, yeah, if they lose Rudiger, they have to bring in a centre back. They'll lose Rudiger, they, pop, they might lose Thiago Silva as well. No, They'll Thiago Silva just in... signed a contract. Oh, has he? No, mind. Yeah. He signed a contract yesterday news. or the day before. <laughs> but Bastoni, I could see going there. And what other centre backs are there? Like they have, they have a lot of centre backs. Christians, well, oh, what do you mean that Chelsea have, or that? Oh no, that ch- could go to Chelsea. Um, well, Ginter would have been one of them, but he's going. Sula, possibly. Yeah. Sula, um, maybe. Uh... I have a feeling Sula's going to go to someone a bit smaller, like not a bit smaller, but someone a bit like a you wouldn't expect. I'd, I'd love to see him at Newcastle, but I don't think they'd get him. He would be a legend at Newcastle if he goes there, but he, I, why? Why would you? Yeah. Like why? Why are you bothering? <laughs> I mean, Botman to Chelsea would be nice. Have, I'm just surprised Sula's college has been allowed to go down. Like a German sent, like really good centre back at Bayern, and his contract's going down. I, yeah. Mm. I mean, Dortmund is a centre back. That's a bit. I know it's a bit random, but Sula to Dortmund. Yeah, I mean, I could say it like the. <laughs> Sort of the opposite way around. Usually it's Dortmund to Bayern. Uh, Goethe did it both times, didn't he? Goethe went to Bayern, yeah. he went back to Dortmund. So, well, Is Goethe at PSV still? He is, yes. He's doing fairly well there, to be fair. Well, it's a shame for him because it's just because he's like, it's, it's just how injury prone he is that he's playing at that level. Yeah. Oh, um, he hasn't, I believe that he hasn't scored this season. There's no prediction. Ericsson will play professional football. Uh, again, he, he said he said he wants to play in the World Cup level, this year at a fairly good level. I think he will play at a probably a top five level, at, at maybe like a Holland or a. I, I, I think I. He said he feels fine. Like he said he feels where he was before. Like injury. maybe, I suppose. Yeah, I, I I still think I still think he'd do well in the Premier League. I just think I think some clubs could be just being like, do we want to take him on? Especially the way he's going to ask a lot of wages as well. Imagine go go to Newcastle. Yeah, uh, Paul. You yes, yes. What, but... They need a midfielder. Mm, that is good. That is a good. That's a good idea. Um, I reckon he'll be taken in very well by the Newcastle people. So yeah, yeah they love that. him at Newcastle. I, I think that'd Newcastle be will sign players. That's my prediction. Twenty twenty two. They will sign yeah, some players. They'll sign a lot of players. They'll sign I, a lot I, of players. I kind of want to. See, like, I know this is bad to say. I kind of like to see them get relegated just to see who they bring in. Like, imagine oh, yeah. if they get relegated and they just bring in, like, really good players still. They'll still be able to bring in one or two. Like, they, in 2017, they managed to bring in, like, a decent enough. They still had a good team. Like, they managed to keep a lot of their players, luckily. Yeah, but, I mean... Newcastle like, would have enough pool to be able to keep some players around. They just have that pool. Yeah. Especially with all the money they have now. They can just was, pay it, them. It, championship's fine. It's fun. You know? <laughs> yeah, for, for a year, you know? A year every now and again. And Wolves, we'll, especially, also look at Wolves as well. Like... If we've been ever seen good at the championship, I think a lot of other players probably can. So yeah, oh, I think I think I still don't understand to this day how that happened. I don't know either. I think like, we actually Ruben Nevers will leave in Wolves this summer. Ooh, big claim. Where to? 
no idea. Somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I mean, could do. I mean, Wolves, Wolves kind of need another midfielder anyway because uh, Jean Moutinho is getting on a lot. He is. Good player. He's actually older than I think he's like 36. Mm. Let's see. Jean Moutinho is. I think Maynard will be in the mud. 35. <laughs> this this year. <laughs> actually, I think, trying to think, who do you think would be the manager of Maynard in the summer? Oh, that's a good prediction. I will say. That's a big story as well, so. That's really hard. Because um, the two front was a Pochettino and Eric Ten Hag. And um, mm, I think it'd be Pochettino. I think. That's my instinct I think, saying Pochettino. Just because I think he wants to go back to the to, to Premier League. Yeah, I'll go Pochettino or Zidane. Zidane? Oh, I forgot about Zidane. I completely forgot. Yeah. I feel like it would be yeah, one of them, or maybe Ten Hag. Ten Hag would be great. I just think if he wants to take on the challenge or not, it depends. Uh, he says he loves it at Ajax, so I don't see why he'd leave. He's got a contract to 2023. I think he might. He could just stay another year. You know, there's nothing forcing him to go. Yeah, it depends what he thinks of the United project. But I think Poch would probably be the first choice of the board, and also someone who the Bayern could really like would be, would recommend quite heavily. Yeah. I think it, I think it just makes sense. He's the, probably the most because I think the board would be too. I don't know how much they think about Ten Hag, but I mean, I think I think they want Poch probably. Yeah. So, so yeah, Poch to United. That's the thing. I'm trying to get any other predictions. There's not really a lot else going on really. So I'm just big transfers. I mean, it'd be a big summer again, like last summer. Like this and last summer have been insane for like big players going to clubs. Yeah. Like last week, Messi Ronaldo move, and this 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 season we'll see probably the next generation of, you know, world class talent. Yeah, Mbappe and Haaland both moving probably. Yeah, I imagine there'll be another big name as well probably going. Something like a Bellingham or a, or I'm trying to think of a big centre. Well, maybe maybe not this season. Barella maybe something like that. Yeah, I mean, if Inter wins Serie A again, maybe not. There'll be one huge name that people aren't quite expecting to move. That will, like like another big. Um, uh, maybe like, go to maybe Brazil. Neymar or something. I don't know where he'd go. Uh, I do. I think Neymar's. I think Neymar will stay at PSG for a while. He seems him and Nick PSG seem to work fairly well. Surprisingly, Neymar back to Barca. No, 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 no. No, I don't. Know. I think it's more likely Messi goes back to Barca. If I'm honest. Yeah, that's more likely than Neymar going back to Barca. I, I don't know. Messi could actually, if they because of the loan and stuff, they actually could. If they can get that, ah, I don't know. Actually, wages are still a problem, aren't they? Yeah, they've had to wait for found toys. Actually, you can't be registered yet because they, they haven't got the wages stuff sorted out. <laughs> Such a shambles that club. <laughs> yeah, and speaking of shambles, that's the uh, podcast over. <laughs> <laughs> well, a shambolic start and a shambolic end. <laughs> Indeed. Um, thank you very much for listening, everyone. Uh, it's been yeah, a good episode, been... I guess. Gonna be a good year, hopefully, for the podcast. I mean, it's the first proper year of doing it. Uh, you know, it's the first time we get to start from January. So, yeah, I'd imagine to... this. Hopefully, fingers crossed, will continue for a little while whilst we're in uni. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, it might be a bit harder to do it in the summer, considering there's no football and we're not at uni. Oh, but, there's. Um, I mean, we'll still we'll still probably do it. We'll see. We'll see. The summer might be a bit of a break for us, but. We'll yeah. have a lot to talk about in the winter break. <laughs> this the uh, end yeah, the World year. Cup will be on. That'll be so fun. But yeah, uh, thank you everyone for listening. I'll let you do the rest of it, Sam. 
yeah, uh, thank thank you for. Well, hopefully you will continue to listen throughout the new year. <laughs> and uh, yeah, thank you very much. See you next week, hopefully. <laughs>